I'm just going to read off uh, a few of the texts that I got from my co-host Emily tonight, who is a big Denny Hamlin fan. Unfortunately, she can't join us for the show tonight, uh, but she was texting me as this race was going on. I'm just going to read off a, a few of the things she said, because she told me to share her thoughts. I'm going to cry if Denny doesn't make it. I said, what's his point situation? Because I was away at that time. Minus eight, must win at that point. I said, lol, it's over. She says, shut up. I say, lol, again. She says, this was going to be his championship year. I'm so sad. I said, next year's his year. She said, I'm going to quit watching NASCAR. I said, if it makes you feel better, Junior never, never made the Final Four. I watched two heartbreaking playoff exits of his in person. He never even made the round of eight. She said, I'm ticked. To use slightly stronger language. Someone cheated. Maybe they will get disqualified. If, if that doesn't just sum up the pain that Denny Hamlin and his fan base is feeling after yet another year in which he won't make the championship for, won't have a chance to, I mean, at least he won't even have a chance to choke at Phoenix. What a heartbreaking playoff exit for Denny Hamlin. That's the agony of defeat. However, the joy of victory goes to William Byron, who beat Hamlin on points despite not having a good day, as well as Ryan Blaney, who is in the championship four for the first time. Remember when Kyle Petty said Ryan Blaney's never done anything and will never do anything when he said that earlier in the year? Three wins later, at a crown jewel in the Coke 600, at Talladega, in a crazy round, and at Martinsville to punch his ticket to the championship four. I think Ryan Blaney did something. Roll the intro. This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Below the Line podcast and the Spotter Stand YouTube channel. November is upon us on Wednesday. The end of the NASCAR season is upon us. One week from today. I can't believe it. It makes me sad. We only have three races left. I'm going to cover them all for you. Um, it seems like the Daytona 500 was yesterday. It really does. But you know what? We're not going to focus on that sad stuff yet. We still got a week of races left to cover. We got a race to recap tonight. The Xfinity 500 at Martinsville. Let me just say this. This was easily the best Martinsville race of next-gen era. Spring of 2022, terrible. Fall of 2022, a little bit better. Saved by the, the Hail Melon. Spring of this year was, was all right. Certainly better than the spring of 22. This was easily the best one. I know some people said it was boring. But yesterday, like practicing qualifying, the amount of slidiness, like how loose these cars were, how on edge these cars were, were awesome. You don't see cars sliding around in Martinsville. And I know it was warm there. It was like 70s, mid-70s all weekend in Martinsville, Virginia. And that had to help. But just how loose these cars were, how much these cars were sliding around, how much they were beating and banging today, 
how much passing there was today, comers and goers, strategy. Like there was actual tire fall off today. Track position still mattered, obviously, but it wasn't king. I mean, Eric Amarola, Chase Elliott, they didn't hold on to their spots. You know, tires mattered today. And when you have a race where you have a lot of tire fall off, a lot of variance in lap times, that's awesome. The best cars finished up front. I don't know if Amarola was one of the best cars. He probably had a top 10 car because SHR, just like they did in the spring, came to play. And today, I know Amarola didn't win, but they didn't make a fatal mistake like they did in the spring when they had their best car, Ryan Freeze, have a speeding penalty. Amarola wasn't going to hold the lead. Blaney had a better race car. Um, Blaney was the best car at the end of this race. Hamlin led more laps, um, but Ryan Blaney has stepped up in a big way. And, you know, I, I referenced um, I referenced Kyle Petty's comment at the start of the year. And I, I'd i have to go back and listen to the, to the show on what I said then. I think I said he was wrong. But after the Coke 600 win, I was really high on Blaney. And I said, I think he's one of my championship four picks right now. That's what I said. I remember saying that this summer. You go through the year... That horrible wreck in Nashville. He got a stretch of four or five out of, I think, six or seven races where he was below 33rd in the finishing order just because he was involved in wreck after wreck. There were some weeks where, where that team was just bad. And Penske this year had a down year. I know they have a car in the championship four, but Logano knocked out in the first round. Cindric has was never a threat at all at any point this year to win a race or make the playoffs. They've had a bad year on speed. But these last four or five weeks, they've come to play. Like, Centric today was good. Did he, fin he finish top ten? Logano with the top five. Like, it's not just Ben Blaney, but Blaney has obviously been the most important one, right? Being in the playoffs, being the guy that, in a lot of people's minds, needed to prove something. Like, he's going to be at Penske for a while. He was going to be at Penske even if he was knocked out in the first round this year because Ford doesn't have a lot of great options in their pipeline right now. But also, he's just a reliable guy. But everybody was wondering, when is he going to take the next step? Right? When is Ryan Blaney going to take the next step? I think he took it. And whether or not he makes the championship, or sorry, whether or not he wins the championship, I think he's taking the next step. I'm saying what I'm saying right now, not just for the sake of myself, but for the sake of everybody else who doubted Blaney for the start of this year. In these playoffs, like I think I had him as a round of 12 exit, maybe even a first-round exit. Don't doubt this guy. I've learned my lesson. I mean, this is the pot calling the kettle black, right? Pot, meat, kettle. Um, Ryan Blaney proved me wrong. He proved a lot of other guys wrong. I'm a pretty numbers guy. I'm a statistics guy. I'm a trends guy. I don't just go with my gut that often. Um, I, I, I said I thought Blaney would make it. But I didn't think it'd be this emphatically. I thought he'd run six to seven, have a decent enough point stay, grab some stage points, get in by six or seven. I probably would have had him like third, maybe even fourth on my power rankings list of the championship four. Now, can I put him ahead of Larson? I don't know. I'm not going to say he's tied with Larson, but I'll put Larson and then Blaney a very close second. I'll put Bell third, Byron fourth simply because Byron just didn't show up today. He had a terrible day. He got in by the skin of his teeth and, and what, seven points? Um, where did he finish? Not great. 
uh, 13th. I mean, 13th in the round of eight to still make it when the guy you're racing finishes third. Man. Um, but Ryan Blaney today just proved so many people wrong. So many people wrong. And that's something he should be proud of. Um, third win of the year. Ties 2021 for the most wins he's ever had in one season. And I, I might not have said this even a couple weeks ago. Why can't Ryan Blaney be a multiple-time champion? Why can't Ryan Blaney go out and have 40, 50 wins at the end of his career? Right? I just didn't say that because he hadn't taken that next step yet. He'd made the round of eight four or five times. Once with the Wood Brothers, a few times with Penske. He just hadn't yet closed the deal. Hadn't yet made the championship four. I'm not usually going to pick guys to make the championship four if they don't have that championship pedigree, if they haven't been there before. Blaney hadn't been there before. I mean, all, all bets are off now. If he wins the championship this year, I wouldn't be surprised. If he doesn't, I wouldn't be surprised. It's a one in four chance. It's a 25% chance. He's had the least time to prepare of anybody. Like, Larson has that advantage. We'll see if it plays as big of a role as it had with Logano last year. But the difference is that championship was Logano's from the time they rolled into Phoenix. Nobody else, I mean, Chastain got in on a Hail Melon move. Elliot was was good. Uh, he was fine, you know. And who's the other guy in championship four last year? I, I'm blanking now. I don't know why. Um, can't remember. Gosh darn it! My, why is my memory failing me now? Um, but I don't think this championship is anybody's right now. Um, just I don't see it that way. Larson making that mistake at Homestead, like he has a tendency to overdrive the car. Christopher Bell was the other guy last year. Um, he has a tendency to to make mistakes. They're always fast. Byron won that race in the spring. Blaney has the momentum lately. Bell is just a wheel man. <laughs> I mean, this is going to be the most entertaining championship race we've had in a while. It's not going to be a great race. Hopefully I'm wrong, but Phoenix is just not a good racetrack. It should not be the championship venue. I know it has all the amenities. I don't give a crap. Give it back to Homestead. Give it to Kansas. Give it to a track that actually has good racing. But I digress. Doesn't matter. It's not the conversation we're having tonight. This championship four is really good. I mean, they're good from top to bottom. And like Hamlin, true. I know Truex, Truex man, we're going to talk about him a little bit. What a wasted playoff run. Kyle Busch, 2008, or what? Good gravy. Uh, Hamlin, his fate was sealed after Homestead. That's what he said. I don't know about that. I mean, I, they had a chance today to win that race, but he should have gotten in. I mean, Homestead was not his fault. I think he's, I mean, Cameron's won more races. Sure, he's been better in the playoffs, but Hamlin should probably be in over Byron. He would be if not for that, you know, failure last week. With the tie rod. And maybe true, you know, Truex just that team imploded. Where'd he finish today? Martin Truex. Uh, just a 12th place run. Elite he rebounded a little bit. That speeding penalty killed him after having a solid day. Needed a win, but he wasn't he couldn't even be in contention. Couldn't even be in contention. Those are the mistakes that disappoint you more than anything else. More than the blown engine, more than a lack of speed. 
because you could point, I mean, you could point to a bad setup. You could point to pit crew mistakes. You could point to a blown engine. Today, Martin Truex did this to himself. He put himself in a hole that it was difficult to recover from. Not impossible, but uh, difficult. You know, pit row mistakes have been a, a thing in the playoffs for the 19 team. Whether it be strategy or a pit row penalty, bad stop, whatever it may be, they've been an issue. And Truex today, when the pit crew was doing their job and doing it fairly well, he, you know, screwed that team over. That was him. I mean, what else do you want me to say? That was disappointing to see from Truex. Um, that team has, they, it's just, it's been catastrophic how much they've fallen, how the mighty have fallen, right? One top 10 in the last nine races it was eighth at Vegas. Just, just awful. I mean, not championship, not championship level racing at all from them. Uh, Denny Hamlin, I read you Emily's thoughts on Denny and his run. Um, disappointing. Homestead sealed their fate, though. And uh, he could have won today, but Homestead, I mean, he, he had to win. Even if Byron ran bad, and he did, Byron did enough. And Rudy Fugel said he was embarrassed with the car they gave Byron, and rightfully so. It was a bad race car. It was a 20th place race car they gave him. He was my pick to win. And he, he, was, he didn't show up today, but um, the points just weren't enough. And and Hamlin, you know, he would have finished top 10 last week at Homestead without that failure. He's likely in today. Maybe Byron races harder. Maybe they do bring a better car to the track if they're not plus 33 to the cut line or whatever it was heading into this race. But Denny Hamlin had so many chances uh, today, and he just couldn't capitalize. And, I mean, he had a great run. He led the most laps in this race. He had, or he gained, um you know, the second most points of anybody today, second only to Ryan Blaney. So he won stage one and it's just not enough. Like that's the theme of his career. Just not enough. Two years in a row. It's been a heartbreaking defeat for Denny Hamlin at Martinsville. Two years in a row. It hasn't been his fault. Homestead was not his fault. Today had a great race, did everything he could do. And not enough. It's not enough. Will he win a championship? I don't know. Um, I don't want to say it's like Mark Martin. I don't want to say it's like Elliot Sadler. We'll see if Allgaier can get it done. I don't want to say it's like Allgaier so far. I don't know. Maybe the universe is just making it clear that Denny Hamlin will never be an Astro Cup Series champion because that's almost what it seems like to me. I mean, Hamlin just can't get over the hump no matter how hard he tries. No matter how hard he tries. Um, Truex already talked about him a little bit, just catastrophic day, won the pole, collected some stage points, and then a pit road speeding penalty. This wasn't a crew chief error. This wasn't a pit crew error. This wasn't an error by the guys who set the car up at the shop. This was a driver error. We've heard the beef on the radio between him and James Small. And we, you know, I, he's still coming back next year. I don't have my doubts about that, but I would not be shocked. The crew chief change is imminent. Yeah. They won races. They won the regular season championship. This is pro sports, man. If you don't produce in the postseason, you don't produce those championships. Nobody, not even your most diehard, most rose colored glasses of fans is going to say, yeah, I saw a good regular season, you know, as a, as a Braves fan, as a saints fan, I can say, Hey, Great regular seasons are awesome, but if you don't produce in the playoffs, especially as a Braves fan, 
your fan, they're not going to turn on you. They're not going to say we don't support you anymore. They're just going to be really disappointed. And I see the next thing is an Arkansas basketball fan. If you got a crappy regular season, but you light it up in the postseason and you either win the title or you exceed expectations, they're going to love you just as much as you did if you had a great regular season and a great postseason run. The regular season matters, yes, for seeding. But if you don't produce, and I'm not saying this is what happened to the Truex team, but if you get complacent in the postseason just because you had a great regular season in every single sport, hockey, football, racing, basketball, baseball, doesn't matter, you're going to get whipped. Because postseason competition in pro sports is just different. And in NASCAR, in the round of eight in the NASCAR Cup Series, it is the harshest competition in motorsports. The championship four, I wouldn't even say, gets close to it because that's just one race. The, getting to the championship four just means so much. Giving yourself a shot at the championship, proving you've been one of the four best all year long matters so much. And that 19 team, again, I know it wasn't all on them. The blowing engine last week wasn't on them. Their tire going flat at Kansas wasn't on them. But races like Bristol, where they had no speed, the Roval, where they had no speed, Darlington, where they had no speed. Vegas, where they made a horrible strategy call. He could have been in the top five, only picks up an eight. I mean, <laughs> Daytona, Talladega, they just they had no speed. I mean, goodness. In all playoffs, it's just been a, a catastrophe for that team every single week. Even their good race, even their good result at Vegas could have been better. They could have been competing for the win. Instead, they're finishing eighth. It's just disappointing to see when you see a team put together that good of a regular season and they go flat in the playoffs. There was no heart. There was nothing. They had such a big points gap every single round and they did nothing with it. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. And... You know, it's not apathy from Martin Truex. It's not apathy from James Small. Something's got to get fixed. Because that performance from them today was, I mean, borderline just embarrassing. I'm embarrassed if I'm a member of that 19 team. For this performance and their playoff performance as a whole, it's bad. Bad, bad, bad. Chris Buescher, uh, hey, man, heck of a year. Hats hats off. Literally, hats off to you. Listen and watch and take your hat off. Salute 17 team. I didn't think they'd make the playoffs this year. I thought Brad would. I thought Brad would. I didn't think Buescher would. He's been a 20th place guy in points. You're, oh, everybody's going to talk about him last few weeks. Oh, he's around 40 points back. You know, maybe he can win a Daytona and get in. This year, he said, no, you know what? I'm not even going to be close to that points cut line because I'm already going to be locked in. He was going to be locked in anyway, I think, on points. And I was like, whoa, the busher consistently in the top 10. Richmond, he said, all right, watch this. I'm going to go dominate. He dominated. He dominated. And Michigan, got to go past the best card of the day. Got to go past... The, the championship favorite at that point, which was the, the aforementioned Martin Truex, no problem. No problem. How about Daytona? When he had a hungry pack of race cars, a hungry pack of drivers, some looking to win to get into the playoffs. No, no problem. 
I wish you. I would go win number three. How about making the playoffs for the first time in competitive equipment? Because remember, he did make it in 2016 in the front row. All right. Gets through. No issue. Round of 12. Easy as pie. They just didn't have it in the round of eight. It's just a different level of competition. And I think it's the same with Reddick. RFK in their current state had not been to the round of eight yet. You know, they, they hadn't been there. Same with 2311. They hadn't been there. And... You know, 23-11 hadn't even made the playoffs before this year. You know, Bush technically made it last year, but he had to withdraw his spot. This was a whole new avenue for both of those teams. They handled it really well. Kozlowski also made it to the second round. And, I mean, the, both those teams exceeded my postseason expectations. It's just that Busher, you know, unfortunately just didn't have the speed. I mean, Vegas, Homestead just wasn't there. Must win today. Tall order. You know, he didn't deliver. But he had a great run and a great season. And, you know, maybe he goes out there and gets another win at Phoenix. Wouldn't surprise me. But what a year. Banner year for RFK. Banner year for Busher. He beat the boss man, too. You know, beats Kozlowski. Gets around further than he did. Uh, other guys, guys that were locked in already. Bell. Solid day in P7. Larson, solid day in P6. Larson struggled early on, uh, kind of found the race card late. Bell was just in the top 10 basically all day long. Um, let's talk about the rest of the guys now that we got the playoff conversation out of the way. And, and again, let me just say this really good race, pretty clean race. Um, Joey Logano pulled this maybe the stupidest move of the year and just kind of cleaned out Ty Gibbs and started a huge multi-car wreck. Kozlowski, Suarez, Chastain, and a bunch of others. That was disappointing. I mean, that was just Joey Lowe being Joey Lowe. Uh, Eric Amarola second. He darn near won this thing uh, the day after he announces he's retiring. So one more cup race for him. Maybe he might come back again. Who knows? Already changed his mind once. Um, but hey, props to Amarola on a really solid career. We've given him grief the last three years because he hadn't been any good. But uh, would have been neat to see him get that win. Has one more shot to do it next weekend. But uh, SHR just shows up in Martinsville for whatever reason. And uh, they're, they're fast. And like I said earlier, you know, they didn't have one of their cars make a fatal mistake. Uh, like like Priest did with that penalty earlier in the year. Great run for AA. One more race left. We'll miss you, bud. Hamlin third. Chase Briscoe, good day in fourth. Logano fifth. Um, like I said, all a team Penske really finding themselves late. And I know Logano is not in the playoffs anymore. Um, I would have been shocked if he made the round of eight as putrid of a regular season as he had for his standards, but they're finding more speed. Larson Bell, sixth and seventh, Busher eighth, Austin Sindrick ninth for what, like his third top 10 of the year. He's been horrendously disappointing. Um, but still solid day. Todd Gilliland. How about uh, what's-his-face, man? He's cooled off after a hot stretch earlier in the summer, but P10 today, Bubba Wallace in 11th. Did a good job fighting back. Um, qualified 6th, and 23-11 short track program, it's it's still not good. I mean, they need to work on that more than anything else, uh, is that improving that short track program, because it's just not, they're not fast. Uh, but Bubba's improving on those tracks and road courses. Um, finishes 11th. They got back to around 20th at, at one point, and I was wondering, saying, what's going on? They figured it out, though. Um, solid day. Truex, Byron, 12th and 13th. Chastain, 14th. Harrison Burton somehow finishes 15th. He has some beef with Alex Bowman early. Um, Kevin Harvick in 16th in his final Martinsville race. One more race left 
for two SHR drivers, Amarola and Harvick. That that especially Harvick kind of brings a tear to my eye, man. All my heroes are leaving, retiring. I'm getting old. Chase Elliott, seventeenth, just didn't see anything from him. He was up at the front late on the strategy, um, but still, just Chase Elliott, that nine team, kind of phoned it in at this point. You can tell, like <laughs> they're all focused on twenty four. I don't blame them. Um, you know, it's kind of like North Carolina, like not accepting an invite to play in the NIT in college basketball. Like you're too good. You're too storied to focus when you're not in the big playoff tournament. Uh, so let's just look forward to next year. And in NASCAR, obviously, you still have a chance to win the races. Um, but I guess it is kind of like being in the NIT, you know, when you're not in the NASCAR playoffs. Uh, Stenhouse, or sorry, Ty Gibbs, 18th. He had a great run going before Joey Logano just I mean, cleaned him out. Um, that was a very unfortunate see from Logano. Uh, but Gibbs is really good, man. He's going to be a star. He'll he'll be he'll be a winner next year. I can feel it. Stenhouse, 19th. Priest, 20th. He, oh, that was that was disappointing for Priest. He was probably the worst SHR car today. Maybe not the worst car. Amarola wasn't very good early, but Priest just kind of slipped back after qualifying ninth. Eric Jones, 21st. He had Harry Underwood on the car. That anybody know what that was about? That was kind of odd. Uh, Corey LaJoy, 22nd. Um, Austin Dillon, 23rd. Ty Dillon, 24th. Michael McDowell, 25th. Tyler Reddick, 26th. I think the highest he got in this race was 6th at one point on strategy. He qualified 19th. He looped it in qualifying, spun it out. Car was bad in practice. And it was horrendous today. And again, 2211 needs to work on their short track program. Um, Reddick is, he's not a great short track driver. Martinsville, not been in his place. NBC guys yesterday during practice and qualifying broadcast saying he's a favorite. And I'm like, that's great. He's in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll motivate him. But a favorite to win? Have you guys seen him? Have you guys watched 2211 short track program? It's not good. And I kind of predicted this. I didn't think there was any way he made it, even only being 10 points out, unless it was just highly chaotic and didn't happen for him today. Kyle Busch, 27th. One of his, you know, decent tracks, and he had a front, uh, sorry, flat left front tire. Ruined his day. AJ Allmendinger, 28th. I was looking at their radio communications on social media, and he said the car's horrendous. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> uh, Ryan Newman, 29th. Um, He's still hard to pass, man. Rocket Man's still hard to pass. Double duty two weekends in a row. Glad to see him running more races. Uh, Justin Haley, 30th. They weren't happy with Denny Hamlin. They kind of got cleaned out by Denny Hamlin. Uh, Hosevar, 31st. He really struggled. He was wheel hopping the car yesterday and qualifying, uh, locking the tires up, which a lot of people did that. Uh, even Blaney did that earlier in this race. And I think he made contact with Hamlin, maybe. Um, or no, Reddick, I think, when he was trying to put Reddick a lap down. So a lot of people were, were making those mistakes. But Hosevar, um, first time Martin's on a cup car, you could tell he was, he was a little jittery. Bowman, the showman, stunk up the show today. Mercy, 32nd on speed. Terrible. I mean, I know he got involved in that incident with Burton, but they, did, they didn't fight back. And it's kind of like the 19, but it's more frustrating because I'm a fan of Bowman. And that team was leading the points earlier in the season. Like, we know what they're capable of. And to see this at a track where he's won at before, to see this at a track where he's been very, you know, good in the past, disappointing. Kozlowski uh, had a great run going in the top five and then kind of got back in traffic. And then he was involved in the wreck that Logano started, as was Daniel Suarez, who ends up 34th. 
J.J. Yaley, 35th, B.J. McLeod, 36th, due to overheating. Those are the results. I mean, there's no need to cover the points. First time I've been able to say that since after Daytona, and I think I still covered the points because stage points messes up where it's not just the running orders, the points. Man, one week left. Um, what's on the docket for the week tomorrow? Um, Ken Martin helped me with the championship race hype video. That'll premiere tomorrow. An interview tomorrow will be posted. I got two that I'm conducting tomorrow. Not sure uh, which one I'll post. We'll see. I'm trying to save some content for the offseason. Tuesday, we'll have an interview. Wednesday, we'll start previewing championship stuff. Hopefully, we can get a championship preview show with Emily in. Uh, but Wednesday, truck pre-race show. Thursday, Xfinity. And Friday will be the last cup preview Friday of the year which brings a solemn tear to my eye. And then Cup Poetry Show Sunday, Xfinity and Truck will be delayed until Monday and Tuesday of next week. Um, the Cup Poetry Show will be on time, and then the checkered flag will fall on the NASCAR season. Uh, we're still going to have plenty of content, hopefully some announcements coming out, blog later this week to you know recap this race and whatnot. You can listen to the show on Spotify, all major podcast platforms. Um, Podcast listeners, go over to the Below the Align YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Look up Below the Align. Email us. Below the Align podcast at gmail.com. That's it. Long show. Sorry. Half an hour of uh, of me talking is probably not the most fun thing to listen to. But, hey, uh, almost a championship week. Elimination uh, Sunday today. Um, Yeah. That's it. Like, subscribe, comment, share, rate, review. Spotify people. We're trying to get 20 followers by the championship race. My YouTube people, they they followed up on the instruction. I said 700 subs by November 5th. We're at 710 right now. One more person. Go to Spotify. Follow us. Get us to 20 for the end of the year. That's our goal there. So I will see you guys tomorrow. Some subs here from Below the Align and Spotter Team YouTube channel. Goodbye. One, two, uh, one, two, three, four. This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line.